Welcome to the You Were Created For More podcast. Each week we will bring you focused, impactful content, sharing one big idea combined with our experience and understanding to help you take action and achieve the results you desire. We rotate content around our foundational principles to help you experience a more abundant life. Desiring more, growing in Christ, managing your mind, and owning your health. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the You Were Created For More podcast. I'm super excited to share that we are over halfway through our 100 Days to Change. Next week, we will be hosting another Change Week where we're going to recap the last four weeks of content. We will be going live in there every day and sharing with you. And we will also do a progress update to share where we all are on within the change process. If you haven't joined us yet, now is the perfect time to jump in with Change Week happening next week. Just request to join the Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash 100 days to change. That's the number 100. Let's get started with today's episode, episode number 56, and it's all about the process you can use to change your thoughts. So last episode, I talked about emotional adulthood and the amazing God-given ability to control both our thoughts and our feelings. Today, we're going to talk about exactly how we can use God's incredible gift of our prefrontal cortex, our rational brain, to change our thoughts. There is one thing I do want to briefly revisit from the last podcast, and that is the ability to manipulate your circumstances, like your husband, your adult kids, your job, your career. There are certain circumstances you can exert your will and a level of control over. You can switch husbands if they won't listen to you. You can switch jobs if it's not fulfilling you. And in certain situations, this could be very well an appropriate answer. But if this is your primary mode for living your life, it's going to be exhausting and filled with so much frustration. It's also likely to lead to a lot of angst, heartache, and brokenness, because when it comes down to it, most of these things, like other adults, just aren't something we can control control despite our best efforts. And the other issue is, it's not how God tells us we should find our joy, our purpose, our most abundant life. I know, because that's how I used to live my life. And that's exactly what it brought into my life. Luckily, God rescued me and showed me a different way just in time before the consequences became even more severe. Okay, enough on that little rant. Let's talk about changing thoughts. You know I've discussed this in other podcasts, but never went super deep into it. And it's such an essential skill to learn I wanted to dedicate a whole podcast to share this and dive into this together with you. The thing about changing thoughts is it's not a one-step process the world likes to try to tell us that it should be. 
The world's message on how change, how to change our thoughts is simple and straightforward. Just think positive. Unfortunately, while that general advice is good, it doesn't work if you're a normal human being who is already filled with lots of negative thoughts. How many negative thoughts, you might be wondering? Well, one study estimates we have 60 to 80,000 thoughts a day when you include everything in our subconscious. And on average, those are 80% negative. I'm not going to do the math, but I can tell you that adds up to a lot of negative thoughts. Here's why think positive by itself, why that doesn't work. Because it's a form of resistance. And resistance is never the answer to dealing with our brain and our thoughts. Resistance only means the thoughts we're resisting will get buried deeper into our subconscious thinking and have an even bigger impact on us when they do show up. And they will show up again. You can count on that. Remember, what we resist persists. To simply force yourself to try to think positive is a form of resisting your current thinking. So if the think positive mantra we've been taught all our lives doesn't work, then what will? Well, the bad news is it's a multi-step process, but the good news I can share is it's totally worth it because it actually works. So I'm going to walk you through and explain exactly how you can do it. Step number one is build awareness. You've probably heard me say this before, but awareness is always the first step when it comes to our thoughts. Why? Because it goes back to our subconscious thinking. There are so many thoughts we're having that we don't even realize we're thinking. We can't change something we don't know even exists. How you build awareness is by doing a simple thought download. Set a timer for five minutes and write down every thought that enters your mind as quickly as possible. No judging, no censoring, just simply write down whatever is going on in your mind. You can do this for a specific area or item that you're working on, or you can just do a general thought download. And it's really important to write them out on a piece of paper. You're not going to catch everything if you try to do this in your head. There's too many thoughts in there to separate them out clearly. It's important to understand that the thoughts buried in your subconscious are the ones you've been thinking the longest. And the longer you've been thinking it, the more impact it's having on your life. Many times without you even realizing it. Review your thought download and look for all the thoughts that aren't serving you. Step number two is search for understanding. Once you identify the thoughts that are not serving you and that you want to change, the next step is to understand why you're having them. You do this by being curious. No matter how bad any thought might look on the surface, on the surface, your brain has a good reason for thinking it. There are a few key culprits that are the likely source of thoughts that you want to change. One is your primal default brain. Remember, 
one of its main motivations is to avoid pain and keep you safe. So many thoughts serve to protect you from potential future emotional pain. Unfortunately, these same thoughts also keep you stuck in your current comfort zone, especially when you try to change something in your life. And this is especially true with any area you have experienced past emotional pain like failures, being teased, or put down by others. You're going to have a lot of thoughts holding you back there because your default brain wants to protect you from that ever happening again. Another area to look at is your past, specifically other people or memorable events. This isn't about digging up your past and looking for people to blame. This is about creating a base level of understanding because that will help you accept the thought and move on from it rather than continuing to resist it. We resist things that we don't understand. Think about your mom. What did you hear her say all the time? If she said things like, I hate my body, I can never lose weight, or your dad doesn't love me, then your brain is likely going to have thoughts trying to protect you from experiencing similar issues. But those same thoughts will likely be creating issues with your health or the health of your relationships. Here's an example of one I mentioned recently that my husband discovered was buried in his subconscious, and that was, I need a break. He understood why he was having it because in his past, he worked 70 plus hour work weeks, sometimes 100 or more hours as he managed and grew his firm. So during his work days, this thought, it just, it kept coming up because his default brain wanted him to avoid the past pain that created in his life. The thought was causing him to feel overworked and look for ways to make more breaks than he wanted during his workday because he has a much more balanced schedule in his life now. By becoming aware of and understanding this thought, My husband has been able to change this thought and the result that it has on his life. Step number three is to accept and allow the thought. This step should occur fairly easily once you've gained some understanding for it. Understanding is a critical step for acceptance, and acceptance is a critical step for allowing the thought rather than resisting it which is likely what you've been doing in the past. That resistance is what drives into what drives it into your subconscious and and causes you to have it more and more whether you realize it or not. Allowing the thought simply means you see it more clearly in your brain when it does come up. And when you do see it, it doesn't make you freak out or immediately think something's gone wrong with you or that you have to do everything in your power to make it go away. Step number four is to choose the thought you want to think instead. This is very important on several levels. The one thing to understand here is it's got to be a thought that feels real and believable to you today. If it's too far out there beyond your realm of believing it, your brain, it is going to reject it. The classic example for this is 
Let's say you discover thoughts about hating your body. Your ultimate goal is to have loving thoughts about your body, but your brain, it is not going to accept going from hate to love overnight. So you have to ladder or bridge your thoughts from hate to love. How to do that is start with a more neutral thought. A thought like, I have a body. Or a thought like, I have a body created by God that helped me have two beautiful children. Or a thought like, my body is a wonderful creation of God that he made in his image. Those are more neutral thoughts that your brain can wrap its head around. See what I did there? And start believing today. Then as you build belief in these new thoughts, you can gradually keep moving towards the thought of, I love my body. Thoughts like, my body allows me to do so many things. My body serves me in so many ways. My body makes everything I do in my life possible. Step number five is practice thinking your new thought. Your brain learns from repetition. That's why it's so good at believing the thoughts you've been thinking for a long time. That's why those thoughts, why they become beliefs. They are facts of your life that you simply believe are truths when they're actually just thoughts. So to learn this new thought, you need to think it frequently. How can you do that in your life? Well, there are a number of creative ways to do this. The key is to be curious. Try them out and see what is the most effective for you. And the more of these that you do, the more practice you will have thinking it, and the quicker you'll start making it your default thought. Make them part of a morning and or evening routine. Add them to your phone wallpaper or as an alarm that goes off a few times a day. Read and memorize scripture that supports them. Stack practicing it with other essential daily habits you have. For example, put a post-it on your bathroom mirror where you brush your teeth or do your hair. The key is you want to think about it early and often, and especially when you see that old thought show up, and it will continue to show up from time to time. Remember, don't resist it. Simply say, I see your brain, but here's what we're choosing to think now. Here's God's truth about this. Listen to what God tells us about our thoughts in 2 Corinthians 10.5. It says, We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. I love thinking about my thoughts that way. Where do you think our thoughts that hold us back come from? God? Very unlikely is, a, is this a thought about growth and making positive changes to your life. Not unless your real motive for doing that is taking you down the wrong path. No, most of the time these thoughts are coming from the devil as he tries to hold us back 
and make our lives less abundant. God is for us and us living our most abundant lives. I love how the message interpretation expands on the last part of that verse. It says, fitting every loose thought and emotion and impulse into the structure of life shaped by Christ. My experience with this, since I started doing thought downloads, I've had so many aha moments. It's made me aware of so many thoughts I had, zero idea that they were going on in my head. Seeing so many things that I've taken as truths or facts that have literally become belief systems for me, but learning that they're actually just thoughts and that I can change them. It's also allowed me to talk openly with my husband about them, which in turn has helped us strengthen our marriage. We are both able to understand one another better and the reasons why we say or do things and better manage our thoughts about them. Join me next week for another great topic. I love and appreciate all of you. Bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed it and found something of value you can take with you. If you would be so kind to leave us a review, we'd greatly appreciate it. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you won't miss out on any future episodes.